0: There's a scripture where Jesus said, Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. And this is what's in my heart. As a mother, you know, we're doing, we're, we're kind of in this season of table time on fight time. We're calling it every Monday. I know I do table time. And so with that in mind, I think about a mother that goes through all the trouble to fix dinner for her family. And say she you have a mother with, a million kids, 12 kids, a dozen kids, whatever, just a lot of kids and they, they go through all the trouble with love to set the table to prepare the food. And they feed their family. All day, they make sure that their family is properly fed, fed and well fed. And 11 of their 12 kids are healthy, vibrant, strong, doing great. and then one of their 12 is famished, Weak, unhealthy, struggling, something's wrong. Okay? She puts food at the table for her family. Everybody comes to eat except one. Here's the thing. This is what I feel like um, from the heart of a pastor. I feel it's super, super important that you stay engaged during this time right now. When Jesus said, blessed are they that hunger, which do hunger and thirst after righteousness for they shall be filled. We focus so much on the, the after righteousness, but what about this? Blessed are they, which do hunger and thirst. And this is the spin that I, or this is the angle that I want to come at it from. This mother is preparing food for her family. And if one of her children is not partaking and they're struggling it, the mother is doing her part to provide it. But they're not hungry. And here's what I want to say to us. If we're not hungry, something is wrong. If we have a sick animal or a sick child, guess what? Usually they're not hungry. If you're not hungry, something's wrong. Either there is a sin that is causing you to be sick or you are full on the wrong things. If this child keeps coming to the table, turning down mom's food, it could be because they're, they're full on Skittles. They're full on candy. They're full on all the wrong things. And so when, when mom is preparing what they need and giving it, they don't want it. They turn their nose up to it because they're not hungry. They're full on the wrong things. So i want you to ask yourself the question are you staying engaged this our world is absolutely in a season of revival and god is preparing tables all over the place and through the 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 help of the internet and technology you can feast on god in many many different through many many different avenues at many many different tables through many sources many different ways god is serving up food all over this world all day every day through his word through churches through podcasts through live streams like right now i'm live he is serving you many many different opportunities the problem is not that there's not enough food for you the problem is the hunger He is saying, blessed are they that hunger after righteousness, for they shall be filled. But if you're not hungry, you won't get filled. He is preparing tables before us. But if we're not hungry, we're not going to receive what he has for us. It is not a food problem. Spiritually right now, there is not a food problem. There is revival. It's a hunger problem we have an engagement problem as a pastor i can tell you the hardest thing right now is not to get the not to have the presence of god moving the hardest thing is not to see god working we're not begging for god and gathering and god not showing up that's not it god is moving there is there is an abundance of revival fires that are burning all through us and around us so that's not the problem the problem is getting everybody at the table. The problem is engagement. The problem is trying to get everybody to be hungry. So what? what's on my mind is this. I'll, I'll take my dog, Piper, for instance. She's right over here beside me somewhere. If, if I wake up in the morning and she's not eating, and then she doesn't eat tomorrow night when I feed her, something's wrong. I know something is wrong with her. Why? Because that girl... She downs her food, and if you know Piper, she's a little on the hefty side, so we never have a problem getting her to be hungry. We never have a problem getting her to eat, but if she turns her nose up to her food tonight, tomorrow, tomorrow night, I'm going to say something's wrong, and I'm going to think she's sick, or I'm going to think she's eating the wrong thing. I'm going to ask you, as God is preparing, as he has Friday's fixings for you, he has got a table full of good stuff for us. Are you hungry for it? Have you turned your nose up to it? Do you find that you just don't have an appetite for what he's serving up? The problem is not on the mother that's putting out all the food. The problem is on the weak child that doesn't have an appetite. So let's ask ourselves, why am I not hungry? Is it because I'm sick? Is it because I have a sin virus? Is it because the enemy has planted a virus inside of me, so to speak, a spiritual virus inside of me that is causing me not to be hungry? Is is there something that's taking my appetite? Ask yourself the question because the key here is blessed are they the, which are that are hungry, as Jesus said, blessed are those that are hungry because we're surrounded by a world of people that he is trying to serve something to and they're just not hungry. Then he also says, um, it says, blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness. So I get this mental picture of wells, wells all over the place. And and I can just visualize like a woman that is, that is dying of thirst, famished dehydrated, leaning up against the well. God provided the water. He provided the well, but she just wasn't dipping into it. And there are wells all around. But if you don't dip into them and drink of them, if you're not thirsty, then you're not going to be full. You're not going to have an abundance of living water flowing through you. And it's not that there's a lack of living water. It's that you're not thirsty. You're not thirsting for it. So I close with this. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. And I say, Father, help us not to be disengaged in this season of revival that you have blessed us with. Show us where we're turning our nose up. To the things that you are providing for us show us where we're leaning up against wells and refusing to dip in and drink father show us where it's on us it is not on you show us if if our lethargy or our being uh, lethargic or sickly or weak spiritually show us what we're doing show us how that's on us and father give us a hunger And if there is a sin sickness inside of us, then, Lord, in the name of Jesus, we repent. We repent, Father, for loving other things more than we love you. We repent for our sins, and we turn from it, and we say, God, give us a hunger for you. Give us a thirst for what you're pouring out so rivers of living water can flow through us, so we can partake with you as you prepare a table before us in the presence of our enemies in Jesus' name. And as there is a a very famous um, commercial, this is my mind. It says, stay thirsty, my friends. (laughs) Stay hungry, my sisters. Stay thirsty for living water, my sisters. Engage. If you're struggling with that, reach out to us. We are wells. We can help you. We can help you get some water. Love y'all. Happy Friday. Have a wonderful weekend. And if you don't have a place to plug into, Covenant Church on Sunday morning is a great place to plug into. You can visit us, 945 on Sunday mornings, or uh, catch us here, live stream. Well, not not here, but Covenant Church of East Texas at 945 we go live. All right, we love y'all. See you later. Bye-bye.